I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I ain't no snitch cause I don't trust them. I ain't no bitch. All I do is run them. Nigga, I was stunting. Keep that shit a hundred. If it ain't about money, then it ain't for discussion. If it ain't about progress, ain't about success. Why this nigga suspect? You ain't seen such shit. I'ma fuck the game so hard like Tiffany. Niggas taking shots. I'm like, nigga, don't tempt me. I seen what, I seen what you make. Yeah, them shows sold out, but you going club, but you doing clubs and I'm like all out. Things. Why the hell you rapping money all out? Sings royalty, the movement. We all out kings. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Uh, Saturday morning. Yes, it is. So it's time to you know do feedback. It sure is. Um, and you know as always, when it's time to do the feedback, uh, the show is brought to you by the fans. Yes, it is. All the people that uh, hold on. You're right. You do sing low. Hold on. Are you talking right into your mic? Yes. Oh wait, I did turn my headphones down. Never mind. Okay, it's no. Fixed. Okay, no, but I do sound low to me though. You feel like you sound low? Yes. Maybe your headphones down too low. What number are you on? Two. I am two. What about now? Yo yo yo, pop pop. More. Right there. All right. All right. Um. Yeah. I don't know why I was. Uh, I ain't mess with it. No, I don't know. You probably mess with something. On you. I, I did. I ain't mess with that thing in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's reading low on my side too. Hold on, let me check one more thing. No, probably more. Uh, well, I'm podcasting everybody. Cause uh, oh yeah, this was happening with me and Justin yesterday too. Um, all right, what about now? Yes, everybody sounds fine. Okay, all right, yeah, I don't know. It's reading low too though. So okay, and you say you are too. Yes, like I, I can hear you great now, but before I could, I could hear you fine. Okay, now I can hear me. I can hear me great now. All right, cool. Because before know. I couldn't hear, like I heard me, but I just sound like I was pain in the background. Yeah, well, we just ruined a lot of people's day. Now they can hear you loud and clear, and you know, <laughs> you know that's a problem. They're going to get that accent. Yes, get you some of that country twang. But uh, theblackouttips.com is where you can find everything about the show. Theblackouttips.com slash premium. You can sign up to become a premium listener. Uh, you know, um, listen to our Balls D Sports and our interview shows and our movie review shows and our TV review shows. Just a ton of stuff. You can get there from theblackouttips.com. We appreciate all you people that take the time out to support the show in that way. We do. The uh, Also, we have the email address, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Write us emails. We uh-huh. read those. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We read those live on the air. We're the home of the five-star review. We started that shit. Um, so make sure you guys do that. You know what I mean? Leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on the air regardless of content. Damn right um on itunes and stitcher uh you can also leave three minute voicemails three minutes or less 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 three minutes or less please um we play those throughout the week uh or, or on saturday if you leave them throughout the week and then um what am i forgetting oh you can leave comments on the website mm-hmm. vote in the polls we read all that stuff too so these are ways to get in contact with the show um and you know Get, get, be, be a participant man have your voice heard now as always you do have to give a shout out to the people that donated mm-hmm. I dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day 
mr span mr span from the span report podcast hit us with that recurring donation even though he just got a new mixer that that's dedication that's dedication for real sir thank you we appreciate you good luck with your mixer uh matthew r uh recurring donate i believe matthew is new oh thank you sweetie uh we'll be seeing you in the new members class mm-hmm. stefan h recurring donator thank you very much stefan thank you stefan appreciate you coming through we do uh who else we got sabine n thank you sabine they have never corrected me on their name so i'm assuming i'm saying it right yes uh so unless you correct us that's what you shall be called and just know uh, we love you we hope to see you will you feel like swinging back by again mary h recurring donator we appreciate you mary we sure do mary yeah. h is she related to mary jane i don't she, i'm assuming she related to mary in the bible karen okay? yeah. <laughs> I don't know. michael irvin the playmaker you get us with that NFL royalties check. Thank you so much. We do. Thank you, sir. Definitely can use it. Uh, Latonia B. Thank you very much, Latonia. Um, That's new. I believe Latonia is new. Yeah, I do too, sweetie. Uh, I'll be seeing her on Facebook and stuff. We appreciate you, Latonia. We do, um, sweetie. She'll probably be out of the new members class faster than other people. Yeah, I think some people like to stay in the new members class, and some people, you know, they like to progress and go out and join other organizations. But if mm-hmm. you want to permanently be there, we ain't mad at you. Eric M., we appreciate you, Eric M., your recurring donation, Bronco Pride. Yes, attitude check. Damian Jackson, who I, I am for real. Recurring donation from, of course, Damian Jackson. Yes. Uh, Terry W., recurring donator. Thank you so much, T-Dubs. Thank you, sweetie. Out here on these streets hooking us up. Yes. Gerard L., Gerard, we appreciate you, brother. We do. We see you tapping your foot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you could have got some new shoes or brought Tim to the church, but you can wear whatever you want. Yeah, it's we fine. we don't judge. Uh, Calvin N., recurring donator from Calvin N. Um, I think he might be new. Uh, yeah, I've never or heard Or is that. he Calvin from McDonald's? I can't remember. I don't know. have Calvin from McDonald's. Yeah, Calvin, Calvin from McDonald's yeah. been around around, you yeah. know. Yeah, he owning his own chain now, so right, you know, he you can know. donate to the show. Right, we in negotiation with him from extending the McDonald's on the side, but I think this is a different Calvin, so okay. we, we, we thank you, Calvin, for... Uh, we'll go to your McDonald's, too. Yes, we uh, will. Sometimes, we just take the church there, hook you up. Tawana J, recurring donation, thank you so much, Tawana. Thank and, you, Tawana. Uh, that's everybody for this week, man, so we appreciate you guys. Yes. Breakdown. Oh! Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you're. Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you're. Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you're. Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you're. Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you're. Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you're. Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you're. Smile. All right. Yes, I like that song. Now, we didn't get any Stitcher reviews. Now, it might just be Stitcher didn't post one because someone did email me and say they sent one, but I wouldn't look, and the last one was like 15 days ago, so apparently they didn't post it yet. Yeah, Stitcher might be on vacation for the Mm -hmm. past two weeks, so. They're a little bit smaller operation than you probably think. Uh, Yeah, I do too, and so whenever they uh, get back in, we should start seeing those Stitcher reviews, but for those of you that actually want to leave a Stitcher review, we will get it probably within the next two weeks who, who knows or more or longer 
but when we get them, we will read them. If you want to leave us a Stitcher review, go to Stitcher and actually go to the website, Stitcher.com, and type in the Black Guy Who Tips and leave us a review straight through the page because you can leave them through the individual uh, episodes, but those only show up on the uh, episodes. They don't actually show up on the page where we see the five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get into the iTunes five-star reviews since we can't read those. Um, we got one from Jamie Star 26. Great show with WWAM. Shout out to the Black Don of Podcast. <laughs> I just listened to the show with Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. You are on point as usual. Keep up the good work, brother. You are an inspiration to more people than you know. Much respect to the Queen, Miss Karen. I am from GA, and you are my honorary G- Georgia Peach. Love you guys. Thank mm. you, sweetie. Love you too, man. Appreciate you uh, hooking us up with the review. Mm-hmm. I like Peaches too. And I enjoy going on Whiskey Wine and Moonshine, man. It's my first trip ever down there, so, mm-hmm. you know. They was excited. I was excited to be there, so, you know, hopefully I can make that trip again in uh, 2015. All right, new year, new me. Uh, five-star support for Christmas from is am kazam spoiler alert i'm taking full advantage of the five star stipulations out of the mazillion podcasts i subscribe to y'all are like two of the two that are black made not good black folks black people (laughs) wait a minute i just want you to know there's a ton of black made podcasts out there that that might be not good for you for not reaching out i mean just via listening to our podcast you probably can hear like you know, um, dozens of other black podcasts. You know, what, Karen? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, not to mention, you know, there's people we haven't had on the show, but, yeah. you know, like Stitcher recommends them when mm-hmm. you go to us, you know. Yeah. So don't, you know, don't poo-poo on uh, too many of the, of the podcasts. You know, they, I mean, um, you know, assuming that you're saying you just haven't heard of them you know i mean there's other ones out there yes that's true and and also something that uh a lot of people uh, when they get into podcasts honestly your first thought is that there's nothing but white podcasters because that's almost what what people are first introduced to Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to dig and search and and find these other but they're out there sweetie so believe you me you keep hunting and and, but i just you listen to the show we will introduce you to other people we have people that we're bringing back we have new people that we're reaching out to for 2015 Mm -hmm. so uh there are lots of them out there um i think uh just the way podcasting is um designed or the way most of the big apps are designed we're we're kind of our own niche that people don't know we're out there until you open up the door uh says here y'all like one or two that are black made not good black folks black people podcast usually reek of bet-ness oh never mind i guess this person just saying they don't like black people podcasts. okay low quality and they put in parentheses continuing with the tv analogy y'all could easily appear on any network real talk y'all should pitch guest the race to comedy central like asap in terms of quality, the structure of the show, story choices, and the games, but put TVGWT above like a trillion other podcasts out there. Pat yourselves on the back. Uh, hashtag. Now that the sugary words are out of the way, I do find y'all's commentaries and opinions, opinions to spell wrong, has two Ps, to be annoying as fuck. I'll say 30% of the time. Karen's commentary, comically exaggerated accent, roughly 70% of like, of that 30%. 
well, Karen, that's her accent is not exaggerated. That's how she talks. Right. So, um, right. And then, my, yeah, we definitely don't get on the microphone and pretend no, in any we, shape, form, or fashion. Right. So, These are not radio voices. Yeah. This is just how we talk. Right. That 15 second ahead button do be catching a lot of action. Sorry. Besides all the stuff y'all say that slightly makes me mad, besides the fact that Rod is one of the biggest Obama apologists on the internet, that's your cousin, bruh. You and your guests touch a lot of topics that people in general should hear and be aware of, especially lately, especially sore ratchetness. The internet is missing the level-head, non-BT-ish, non-conspiratorial black perspective. Keep podcasting now. Keep sort of listening every now and then. Peace. Pay them off. Peace. Pay them off a Martin voice. Hashtag all love, though. Hashtag I'm just saying. Well, uh, I kind of sort of thank you then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, since everything is a kind of sort of right now. Right. Um, and the way you writing, why you listening? I hate to be like this because you really don't sound like you like us. You know, or like well, no, they the like podcast. us seventy percent of the time. Okay. Thirty percent of the time, we piss them off. Okay. Um, and they find our commentary and opinions bit annoying as fuck. And okay. Of course, I'm one of the biggest Obama apologists on the internet. Um, so uh, you know. All I know is we built this and we're not going nowhere. We sure ain't either. You listen and, or you don't. And, you know. You know, we're being genuine people. So right. it's more like if if it's uh, annoying or offensive to you, you know, just know that I'm genuinely annoying and offensive to you uh, some of the time. And right. And if you feel like you got to keep hitting that button and you want to still listen, keep hitting that button. I can't yeah. stop you. Uh, well, now, definitely, uh, you know, I encourage anybody to listen. I mean. A lot of times I feel like people um, write us, you know, we've had this many times before. Mm-hmm. People write us and then, you know, it's not very um, um, flattering, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually, you know, times later we'll get the, you know, a year ago I wrote child and I said this, but, you know, after listening, blah, 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 I realized blank, you know? Right. Um, and then, you know, people's language is different. Not everybody is... uh uh necessarily um gonna be that flowery or um um uh, you know able to express themselves in a way that uh isn't off-putting and plus you know right. some people want to be off-putting like Correct. on purpose so right you know we had a five-star review policy for shit like that like hey you want to kind of insult us um you know that's fine you know i as long as i get my five stars i'm good all right know? like like that that's all that that really matters to me yeah i you know me personally i wouldn't um like like i probably wouldn't listen to a show if i was annoyed with the hoes and the, i yeah. probably you know but these are my personal thing if right. i thought uh you know you know they were uh one of their accents or or the way they talked was so unbearable i probably wouldn't Wouldn't, i probably just wouldn't listen but i think it says something dope about our show that all that shit was wrong with the show and they still can't stop themselves from listening so Mm, that's true that's true and i guess everybody functioned the same and like like me right said before these we don't have radio voices of personality this is how we talk and honestly and just my personal perspective and what i found out a lot of people just have issues with southern dialect or southern speaking and for some reason when they feel like when people hear that you have a southern slang people automatically associate that with you being dumb ignorant um with you being um not educated they just associate that in their minds and that's not my hang-up that's theirs so as far as i'm concerned i'm gonna keep on talking and then this is just how i am and the set the the funny part about it is that for everybody that for the one percent of people that don't like it you have a lot of people that love my voice so it's just one of those things where you have to say oh well yeah fuck them it ain't really that important no it's not 
entertainment at its best five stars uh by ice quiller rod and karen are so natural together great couple great show thank you very much and then we have uh, a great and funny podcast by wanga underscore five this podcast is great rod and karen as well as their many guests continually have me laughing with their takes and jokes on different news stories show segments and of course their games caught rod on bomani's podcast and it's been two years and the show has still got me hooked this podcast has also been a gateway to a bunch of other cool shows that I now listen to, like Insanity Check and Gaming and Then Some podcasts. Also, the premium stuff they do is well worth investing in as it adds hours of extra content that's more specific, like The Nerd Off, List Smacking Good, Balls Deep, and others. You can also watch the show live or the replay on Spreecast to catch the pics and links they talk about during the shows. But hey, if an Aussie can take the time to set up a U.S. iTunes account and leave a review, then it's surely worth a listen to. You never know. You just might like it. Thank you so much, Wanga. Thank you. Sweetie. Appreciate you, dog. Um, yes. You know, and uh, yeah, shout out to um, uh, to, to Australia, man. Um, I think someone else told me they left a review from us, review for us from Australia. So give me a second to to try to look that up. Yes. Yeah, so um, is looking that up. Uh, to leave us a five star review, go to any Apple device and type in the Black Eye Who Tips. And up in the left hand corner, it says write a review. Uh, you can put stars and write us a review and we will read whatever you have to say as long as it is five stars you know what's crazy to me is you know that kazam just skipped that because you was talking so oh well i'm you know he don't even know how to leave five star review from another country now nope he don't uh (laughs) i'm I'm sorry i don't know i don't know what to tell you sweetie well you're gonna be you're gonna be hitting that button for a hot minute because i got more to say um But anyway, uh, you can leave your five-star view like that. But if you don't have an Apple device, go to the iTunes.com, tap in the Black Guy Who Tips, and leave us a review. Uh, if you are outside of the United States, this does include Canada and Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, let us know, and we will read it as long as it's five stars. So if you want to tell us, you know, that you kind of sort of halfway kind of sort of like the show, uh, the only way we will read and actually give a fuck about your opinion is if you leave a five-star review. Uh, we also got a five-star review from Australia, mate. S.S. Scott. Uh, wait, S-S-C-C-O-T-T. I guess that's Scott with a lot of extra letters. Uh, wrote, I have been listening to this show for a while, and it is fantastically entertaining. Sometimes it's under two hours. Sometimes it's over three. Go the distance. It's worth it. Rod and Karen are open my eyes to a world that is vaguely familiar and yet disturbingly different keep up the great work you know what's great about this review and i like and i like to say this about all our international reviews um they don't even think you can speak good english here karen right how the fuck do they understand us in like australia and <laughs> europe and fucking and all china and shit? english like, is not the main language germany right. like yeah you know africa I mean? you know we see on podomatic like people listen to us are literally all over the world people and oh. so it's just amazing how people in our own country are going bitch you can't talk and the other i mean all around the world people are hearing me defend the greatest president of our lifetime or any lifetime barack hussein obama yes the goat yes mm. he is how does it feel to hate him while he on top mm, look at them gas prices how does it feel america right you're welcome go visit your grandmama for christmas you don't you can get a little something extra on her present this week right it's so good 
Hey, mm. how you like them unemployment rates? You know what I do sometimes? I just get in my car and drive around. For no reason. Thank you, Obama. Right. Gas been the lowest is been in 15, yeah. 20 years. Yeah. I, you know what people, uh, when people go play basketball now, they play way harder. Because they got, if I get hurt, Obamacare, man, I just sign up for that shit. Ain't, that Ain't no truth. pre-existing conditions. Mm-mm. Fix my ankle, motherfucker. Right. Mm, it's so good. It's so good. Mm, I love that dude. Me too. He's the best. I'll be sad when he leaves office. Yeah. I can't wait for that sad. book. Oh my gosh, when he write that book, I'm gonna pre order that shit. Shit, I might buy several copies and hand them out to people. Let me tell you how good Obama is. I'm rooting for racism when it comes back. Oh, That's how back. good that I am for that like he's so good that when regular just white people take over the White House and they just be not caring about black people issues, I'm gonna be laughing like, ha, remember when you could be mad at the president and now you can't because they just don't give a fuck about you or your opinion or how you feel or your culture. Right. Think the police going to stop killing niggas when we get a white president? No. Mm, newsflash. That Something, ain't happening. Yeah, it's about to be worse. Right. I'm just going to be like, Hillary Clinton ain't giving no speeches. Isn't this odd? Right. Shit going to happen and shit just not going to make it to the White House. Every day I might just post a YouTube link of Obama speaking uh, when he out of office just to be like, mm, look at him. He was talking about it, and y'all was mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we had comments. <laughs> Hit that fifteen second button, bro. Uh, we had comments. Uh, eight fifty three season uh, greetings. Um, that was our feedback episode for last week. Nine. Uh, no comments on the actual show, but we did have a poll. Uh, the poll was who would win in the fight, Batman or Superman? Uh, very surprising results here. Thirty six percent of people think Batman would win, but sixty four percent. When was Superman? Hmm. Kind of shocking. I, that's a tough one because I know Superman is like super duper 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 strong, mm. but the way Batman's mind tick, you know, he could fuck him up really bad. Mm-hmm. Well, Karen, you know, you need to stop putting on that fake accent. All right. <laughs> Talk with your regular English accent like you do when we're off camera. Uh, Orbor says, what? I, I know, right? I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm putting on this fake country accent. <laughs> right. What up, Karen and Rob? This is an argument me and my brothers have had every year uh, for the last 30 or so years. Yeah, this goes deep. We all know Batman actually won the fight, but given that he was back, that was back in 86, and the circumstances were less than ideal for Cal having recovered from a Russian nuke. Yeah, I goes in, and the addition of it was really a fight between a one-armed green arrow and batman versus superman all i'm gonna say is fit uh, to finish is lead lotion and full lead goggles after a day in the sun uh okay comic book references i don't get that part lead lotion and full lead goggles after a day in the sun Mm -hmm. oh i guess maybe then superman can't see him I don't know. Uh, Brownlee J says, uh, Batman and Superman have fought several times already. Batman always needs kryptonite. Or, well, I mean, we didn't say fight fair. What the fuck did y'all think I said? <laughs> he be Batmaning it up, obviously. Or Susan some kind to win as per usual in any Batman fight. There have been times where Superman has said that if he hadn't turned his head after a bat punch, that Bruce's hand would have been broken. All of Superman's overpoweredness aside, however, Batman again and again has to, has to remind Mr. Kent that without his powers, he wouldn't stand a chance. That's why Batman usually catches him off guard as something more or less of a catch, tosses him a kryptonite stone, and proceeds to beat Superman up and down the block. 
chuck spears says one guy travels at the speed of light has bullets bounce off of him can push planets with his hands the other guy's really good at martial arts i'd say superman has a definite definite advantage but hey let but he's let but he's batman oh but he lets batman win because he's just a nice guy hey <laughs> i think being a nice guy is part of the equation though oh yeah getting your ass whooped correct trying to be nice trying to be friends get him up we got episode 854 group of tales uh we had some comments on this joint uh let's see prince laurent says chili grapes to the parents being forced to pay their daughter's tuition i agree yeah we talked about that father who uh we had an update where the judge did rule that they owe their daughter's tuition even after she had moved out the house and been basically a fuck up right and the the, uh they actually uh petitioning and fight the state to change that and i want them to because that's fucked up yeah basically because uh because they got divorced they're obligated to pay for their college uh the daughter's college education as opposed to if they would have stayed together you're where you, when you're married you're not under any obligation to pay for your uh, post education post high school education of your kids but it's different when you're when you're divorced you have to contribute um so that's fi- just that state law right that's a, that's like every state just about like oh. if you get a divorce they you know it's like child support if your child decides to go to college as well, you continue to pay child support. You didn't know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, kind of like if you're if you're a ward of the state and they basically take the place of your father's uh, contribution to your, you know, economic economically. Okay. Like they're basically paying child support, and you say I'm going to go to college. The state has to put some money towards your college too. Okay. So it, yeah, like you you like many states have that i don't like i don't know that it's every single state but many states have the oh you're divorced well you like basically you can't just leave your child's life because you decided fuck it the child doesn't have doesn't is can't be forced to suffer so if they do decide to go to college you can't pull the i'm not paying for that shit because a lot of people just wouldn't pay for it out of like well i just don't give a fuck anymore about this family so i'm leaving my family i'm not paying child support Okay. Or I'm paying child support, but I'm not paying anything for they go to for them to go to college. Okay. And it's like, no, the assumption is if you were together, you would. Now I'm not saying that that's necessarily fair, correct? Because assumption is that that might be a bad assumption to make, but right, you know, to me it's almost like penalizing people for getting divorced. But that's a whole nother different different thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, and you might have situations where a child is already in school, and you're like, fuck it, I'm not paying for this year's tuition. Then that child has to end up dropping out, right? Um, so, uh, the father made the story public, hoping to gain favor and get his daughter labeled as brat. That's cool, but he and his ex-wife also have to wear the badge of being bad parents. Also, now, I don't understand where that comes from. Me either. What were they doing that was bad? Right. Because the thing is, the the story didn't go public because they publicized the story. If you mm-hmm. remember how it went, she sued her parents. Right. And then she went to the media. She was the one getting interviewed. They weren't on TV. Right. They like they, w- they actually declined. He didn't speak out until the final judgment was rendered. And now he's trying to appeal it. Um, right. Because as far as they was concerned, it was like, this is a family matter that we would prefer not to go public with. But a lot of people have these assumptions that your child can do anything they fucking want. But as a parent, you can't speak out. I quote unquote out your child by saying my child is some fucked up shit. And this is what my child did. Do you? I really don't think he wanted to come out and say what he had yeah, to this, say, but he had to. Yeah. To me, this isn't like when those parents do the 
hey, I'm about to, hey, YouTube, I'm about to shoot my daughter's laptop. That's not Because I'm such a good parent. Like, this, that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. This was really a court case that became public because, right. um, court, you know, court cases are public. <clears throat> and the news found out, and um, if I remember correctly, they weren't talking about the shit at mm-hmm. first. It was like, well, you know, because I remember us being like, where are the parents? What, like, what do they think about this shit? We know what the lawyer thinks. We know what the girl thinks. But the parents really don't have a voice. And now I think because it's already out there, he basically had to come out like, hey, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he said. She left him no choice. And also something else they're not talking about, talking about bad parents. Nobody's saying bad grandparents. Right. And just because, well, he might get to that later. It's a long email. But. Or a long comment. But just because a kid turns out to be an asshole doesn't really mean the parents are always wrong. Nope. You can have you know? the, the parents can have uh, two children and one child can do the right thing. And the other child just constantly be a fuck up. And they both come from the same set of parents. That has nothing to do with the parents. That's about personal choices that child makes. You know, I, you know, I just realized um, this has been bothering me for a while. When that dude gave that review, mm-hmm. you think that means he, he stopped the podcast only so he could listen to me? weird right yeah there's it's a lot of people out there you know, you know what baby I, you know and i've said this but one time and i'll say this again i think that um a lot of people really really are just in love with you fuck me like like I, i'm half of the podcast but i really don't matter you know because a lot of people that call in that normally just praise you normally be like well fuck you it's like well i'm married to him do you want him you want to fuck him <laughs> That's just, I don't know, it's just weird. You know, I, and it's I, like if I listen to Keith and the girl and I only listen to Keith. Like, right. as a, I don't know, it just feels it's just strange. weird. Right. Like a weird thing to even admit to. Right. To, and, <laughs> and, and, and I guess the, the part I don't understand, and like you say, because the way me and you listen to podcasts, if I have the issues that, you know, this that particular person would have it. Well, I'm not right, say, you wouldn't listen at all. I right. wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But I feel like it's wasting my time. I guess I was just. I've been. It's been like because it's happened before, but it, and I've thought you know. But I just was thinking about like that's a weird because now I'm listening to every time you're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talk and I'm a just lot. like and I'm just thinking like this motherfucker had to skip what you just said and don't even know what I'm saying in response to what you said. Mm-hmm. He just he just skipping around to hear just me. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's just yeah. so much work. Right. And also, uh, truthfully, the bottom line is that a lot of people have a problem with the woman with the voice. Like, right. I think a lot, a lot of dudes and, and women too have a problem with a, a particular, I'm just keeping it real, particularly a black woman right. having a voice, having an opinion, and you not shutting me down. You not telling me I'm wrong. You not calling me bitches and hoes. You not telling me I ain't shit. Right. You know, we're not fussing. We don't bicker. We don't argue. You know, so for a lot of people, they feel like something's wrong with your relationship if you don't have these quote unquote confrontations, quote unquote being black. But it's just one of those things where this is just how we function. And I hate to tell you, I'm telling you, I'm here to stay. I ain't going nowhere. So yeah. keep on listening and you're going to keep on fast forwarding, keep right. on being mad, keep on hate listening, <clears throat> you know, because the funny part about the people that do that, y'all actually pay more attention to the people that actually love the show. Yeah, that's just weird just to be like, I'm going to listen to just him. <laughs> I don't right. know. Right. There's weird. a lot of, and people that come from that perspective, 
I really do think that they have a problem, you know, yeah. uh, just with the fact that I'm a female and I got a voice. Well, I'm sorry, baby. If you want to listen to to uh, something different, this ain't the place for you because I'm 50% of the podcast. No, I, no, you know what? Fuck it. I'm 90% of the podcast. He 10. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is uh, quality-wise, I mean, I knew something was going to be off with that when he tried to say that quality-wise black podcasts are bet-ish like that's 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 already like you know that self-hate shit that black people do all the time Mm -hmm. um which you know if you're a self-hating black person it's got to be hard to listen to us because we always coming at it from some like you know i love us so i I don't feel it like flaws and all i don't think there's anything about black people that is inherently worse than any other race right um you know i don't hate bet Mm because i think i think a lot of people do that shit but it's really because they hate themselves so you know i I think we're probably a tough listen for a lot of people and we're definitely opening people's eyes slowly but surely but um yeah it's just i don't know it just weird me out in the minute moment because i was like damn this nigga be skipping just to me right you know what i mean like one of my souls is uh yeah, I'm touching your balls. I'm touching your balls. Hurry up, get get this over with. Right. I don't, I don't even know what to say. Me either. And I, like I said, I don't know. I, I just think it's weird. And like you say, when it when it when it comes to black culture, I think a lot of people listen to us and they feel like, well, listen to podcasts, Pierce Smith's Black Podcast. They feel like if you don't praise, 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 praise all the time, something wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you don't criticize, 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 and say how everybody ain't shit, something's wrong. Like you well, can't, you, know, you can't be well the realistic. Well, the thing is, with a lot of stuff, um, black people have this insecurity about where where we are supposed to feel like if we're not extra critical of black people in certain positions, then we're not being, quote unquote, like, um, unbiased enough. You know, if Oprah says something and it's out of line, we got to go in on her. If president obama says something he's out of line we got to go in on him if so and so because like there's supposed to be a negativity to like just supporting and praising and generally wanting success for black people like it's supposed to be a bad thing um and i'm like in a country where that already roots for us to fail what kind of how does it make me a better black person to also be hypercritical of other black people like if i like if if the one thing i get known for is uh erring on the side of caution and pragmatism and thought with with when it comes to criticizing black people um fine somebody should and i'm have no shame in that and there's plenty of other shows and other people that will go in and tell you how terrible a president the president is Mm -hmm. they'll tell you how terrible black celebrities are they'll tell you how terrible uh all kinds of black people are but Mm -hmm. i personally don't want that from the shows i listen to i you know when i when i hear shows that do that i typically i'm like eh, not for me right you know and i'm assuming the opposite happens when people listen to us and they're like you know rubbing their hands again like these niggas gonna go in on oprah you like i guarantee you they they turn our shit off like fuck these niggas they not even talking bad about raven simone or whatever Mm -hmm. it is like and if they stay and listen i mean that's just because we have a quality product and we're really good at what we do correct um but but at the same time like i i just i'm never going to have that show where all i do is shit on black people for never for not saying the right thing all the time like i would much rather I, i i would much rather pick my targets 
uh on the line where i find them to be malicious like correct when jason whitlock says certain things don lemon says certain things some of the shit charles barkley has said to me that's so much more malicious than something you know trying to read into oprah the president kim kardashian uh who else raven simone Mm -hmm. uh you, you like it's so much to me is that i don't want to live in that space because i just be mad at everybody all the time and i'm not doing that show i'm trying to tell you like i'll be like burn this motherfucker down all the time and honestly right. i think that's why I, that's that's what people want some people want the show to be a this show will never be that and b uh my personal opinion if black people really want this quote-unquote equality equality is for us to say what the fuck we want to say fail succeed right. and not be judged twice as hard just because we're black we ought to be able to have the same flaws you know um will smith and jada kids ought to be able to just be weird on their own i think a lot of people criticize them severely just because they're black right. and it's just one of those things where if you want this one just let people be who the fuck they are regardless yeah. of their race i just think like i honestly just think like one of the telltale signs of a black person that we just see things completely different is when people shit on BET. Like right. it's 2014, like the 2002, 2000, you know, 1998 be everything on BET is the worst shit. Um, I understand those jokes. We grew up with those jokes, but I realized as I became older that that just comes from a place of feeling inferior because it's black. It's black. Therefore it's the worst. Right. Meanwhile, if, of course, you know, if you're worshiping at the altar of all black things are the worst, white people got it right. So you telling me Iggy Azalea, the best rapper in hip hop? Because that's who women winning the Grammy. Yeah, ain't that the truth. You know, Mac- you Mac- telling Macklemore me Macklemore the best, better than Kendrick? Like, it's only black people that actually take the time out and, and, and say, like, let's recognize black accomplishment. Um, let's recognize black achievement. You know, the BET Awards haven't been, quote unquote, ghetto in fucking forever. You know, like that's my favorite show. So right. when you hear people say that, what they're really saying, it's not BET. They're saying black. It's the black and BET. Black shit is worse. Black podcasts are the worst. Right. Black president is the worst. Correct. Black everything is the worst. And it's like, I don't know how you can listen to us. Uh, maybe you just feel we're the exceptional Negroes, but I have to tell you, I'm just a nigga like the rest of them. Ain't that so, the truth? And I'm viewed like a nigga like the rest of them. Right, yeah. So I don't like it. Yeah. When they say nigga, I, I'm in that category. Everything good about our show and everything bad about our show can be found in, about the myriad of other black podcasts around. Right. And the myriad of just other podcasts around. Like, there's no exclusivity where, oh, why, all the white podcasts have their shit together. Like, it's just... Like, I don't know. It's just such a self-hating um, thing to say. Right. And, and also, and I see why you would be ang- angered by most of our opinions. Cause, right. I mean, I just told you, you kind of hate yourself and that might not feel great, but it's true. Like I could yeah. read that. I could read that fucking review and be like, damn, the say- self-hate is just rolling off of this bitch. Black people are the worst. I like you two niggas though. Keep it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, like we're, <laughs> we're, Exceptional. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I like Rod. My bad. It's not even you two no, niggas. I, I know it's it's you one nigga. It's, it is called the Black Guy Who Tips. Who this right. bitch? It's the Black Guy Who Tips. Right. I need to rename the show. By the way, we, I really would rename it if we hadn't paid for all this shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I would name it something else. What would you name it? I don't know. Maybe Rod and Karen show. 
Like I, I don't know. Oh, to to let people know it's just. Do you do you think people click on our show thinking it's just gonna be one dude talking about <laughs> restaurant tipping and then be like, well, what the fuck is this? Probably all the time. <laughs> uh, the mo- they probably really don't expect us to be defending black people shit. They, I know, I know for a fact at least half the people that click on us just randomly probably expect us to be on some like, and black people are the worst. They don't tip. And that's the uh, problem with the world. And then when they hear us, it's just so like, I love all of us. We all the best. And everybody's just like, what the fuck is this shit? Right. I was expecting them to tell me why Trayvon Martin deserved to die. No, we, no, we, we, we ain't, we ain't the place for you. Cause I'm trying to tell you, I love everything about blackness. I love big lips. I love kinky hair. I mm. love wide hips. I love thick thighs. I love big breasts. I love brown skin niggas. I love light skin niggas. I love yellow niggas. I love black people. Yeah. And you know that that's something that you know I've just learned how to love me and how to love my pe my people and something and that's regardless of the flaws. That's the good, the bad, and the ugly that comes along with us but every culture has a good and a bad and a ugly and people have a tendency not to forget that right. you know when i've talked to people of different races and the same issues that you niggas got white people had them same problems too but because society doesn't publicize it doesn't you know act well, they like just, they the worst yeah. ever of all time and the news don't right. constantly cover that shit people think that black people are the only one with these goddamn issues black white people have to deal with racist people white people have to deal with all other shit too and it's i don't know it's just funny but like i said i love our people the good the bad and the ugly to me black black people are beautiful all right so yeah it's got to suck to listen to us uh the most interesting element of the story is the emotions that the story bring out of people mostly being the insecurity of parents not knowing uh oh wait hold on did i skip some hands he said the parents were bad then he said also it's very messy of him to involve the press we don't even know what types of parents they are this is not that that is not the same girl from before she lost her case and moved back in with her parents yeah, she did move back in, but no, that's the same girl. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 this is the same girl. Yeah, they had told her to move back in. Yeah, but yeah, this, this is this is the same ongoing story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the same um, story, uh, same girl. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, as that first of all, it's definitely, definitely the, the same, same girl. Because um, uh, she, it was New Jersey and. It was originally, she moved out. Yeah, because they even said in the Yahoo article, this is an update from the other story. So, yes, it is the same girl uh, for for 100% certainty. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, um, he didn't involve the press. The press was already involved. Ain't that the truth? Um, she went to the press. Yeah, her name, Caitlin Ricci, moved out of parents' home in February 2013. So, yeah, this is, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is not, um, this is not, uh, this is not a new brand new case this is uh the same the same case from uh earlier this year, uh last year i guess wow it's been a uh, two years already mm-hmm. um but um yeah so yeah and like i said they didn't involve the media the she did her and her lawyer did first right. and then it was okay uh let us now that it's a rap let me finally have my say that was what he at least that's the way i read the yahoo thing was like i'll finally come out and say my side because in the best interest of everybody i've been quiet but hey people are calling us bad parents but we're not we're we're actually just trying to keep our daughter from being an asshole right and also it's one of those things too when parents speak out everybody think that you're automatically a bad parent just because you have something to say yeah i mean i don't know that everybody thinks that i just think when they speak out 
it's it's like anything you know people done this to us before someone go drags us through the fucking mud and then this is what they wait till we say something to defend ourselves and then it's like wow t- t- class act guys way way to be jerks about it and now you want to say something really and you're like what, what am i supposed to just not say nothing and let people think i ain't shit right like at some right. point i have to say something i don't think i don't think that that's such a, a bad thing mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. i guess y'all would think i was a bad parent if a motherfucker dragged my name through the mud that came out of my sperm or vagina nigga we it's it's gonna be a problem like what? It's, i'm definitely shit nigga we wouldn't have even made it to know after the judgment i would have been saying shit in the background of her press conference right I'm like yeah you know my parents ain't bitch we did i'm like who was that <laughs> right right no justice no peace shit i don't right. have all kinds of time marching in front of this bitch ain't shit you gotta come outside sometime baby right they got locked up for abuse and threats too. i wiped your shitty ass we'd have had problems and issues <laughs> the most interesting element of the story is the emotions that these stories bring out of people most being the insecurity of parents not being able to provide the best for their child as it pertains to education i know it's a hard thing to admit and it's not their fault because the system is completely broken kids that attend private elementary schools have a greater chance of success than kids that attend public schools so fresh out the gate parents with money are able to give their kids an advantage the same thing applies to students who uh, that do not pay for their college education this is where the insecurity i stated come uh, before comes into picture we start to attach ideas and stereotypes to these to those parents and students that really are not true. For example, people say those parents are just paying for a four-year party. It is compiled by the idea that uh, students that are paying for a college uh, take full advantage for, of more opportunities and fulfill their full potential in college. All of those generalizations are fake. It's fucked up that the system is rigged in favor of those with the income to spare. This is just one example of the barriers that stand between a person being able to enjoy a happy and successful life. If I had the money to remove this barrier for my child, I wouldn't hesitate. I think the question of if a parent, if a parents are, if parents are obligated to pay for their child's college is irrelevant. Why so? Because believe, that's the whole issue is that yeah. you're telling, you're, you're saying that uh, the whole issue of the case is saying that, hey, you have got to pay. And yeah, that's I, the I problem. Don't, yeah, I don't see how you can take that and say it's irrelevant. It's really the crux of the matter. Right. I believe that the goal of parenting is to do the best you can do and provide what you can to ensure the best for your child. If you have the finances to help and you don't, you are purposely making a decision that will probably negatively affect your child for so many years. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm Okay, I'm getting mad. Yeah, uh, because if, I... Because here's the thing. Yeah, I disagree with that statement. Here's the thing about what you're saying. You're saying that nothing can be gained from withholding or setting standards for your child. Right. Because essentially what this case comes down to is her parents saying, we are willing to pay for this. Come in, play, go to school in state. You've been having, you've been acting up lately. Come live home and abide by our rules. I think I don't find that when you're asking for thousands of dollars from your parents to pay for your college tuition to be unreasonable me to me that's just parenting to, to me that's like saying you have the money to buy a playstation why don't you just buy your kid a playstation well my kid's not doing well in school but you had the money to buy new games why don't you just go buy some new games well my kid is actually uh squandering you know that opportunity then they're getting in trouble yeah but you had the money to buy them new jordans just buy them some new jordans like discipline is part of life and this is discipline the truth is, discipline is also something that your parents should instill in you and you're not going to get that lesson if the court is intervening like, no, fuck that. Just give them the money. Fuck you. 
you know and i and like like i said to me this not to mention the bigger thing um or another big part of this is this is society penalizing people for getting divorced which to me is a shame really because one of the things that sucks about um and not and by the way i don't have a better way to do it i'm just saying it's it's one of those things that sucks about the way we view marriage in this country is that we view it as the default between two people uh typically of not the same sex right so we do it we view it as a default and then everything else is failure like oh you're single then you're a failure oh you're you you got married but it didn't work out you're a failure right you don't want to get married you're a failure yeah you're together but you never got married you're a failure like it's just you're a failure because you did not do this thing and i feel like this society putting that imprint on people like oh you're a failure now just go pay for your kids tuition okay because you know you you know that's what you're supposed to do and i'm just like i don't know in this case if that's if that if that one that giant band-aid that one solution fix every problem i just don't know that it fits this particular problem right and yeah go ahead and and also people are making the assumption that they are billionaires and we don't know how much money these parents have they have five children all these other things people are making the assumption that these people just have the money right so you you really don't know you're just making the assumption that they right they have like five other kids too they said so um and honestly man like i guess i'm just a different kind of kid if my parents didn't want to pay for something for me, I'll just take out the student loans. Fuck it. You better. I don't. It's not also like, I'm not because I'm like so scared what they're going to do. Mm-mm. If you don't want me to have it, I don't want it. The same reason I would give an engagement ring back if I was a woman and the dude said, I don't want to marry you, you anymore. Take your fucking ring too. Right. Like, I don't like, I don't want the shit you don't want me to have. Ain't that the truth. That's the way I operated. My parents are like, hey, uh, we're taking this car because you didn't do blank it's yours then because if not i need to abide by your rules right you know when i've had those choices to make in life and i feel like we all have my parent lays out some rules in order for me to have this certain this certain privilege i either went by their rules the best i could or i didn't get the thing it wasn't this you're gonna do what you need to do anyway you my parent you supposed to want the best for me just do what i say motherfucker like that's crazy Right, and society also, and we've talked about this before, society has also ingrained into people that higher education is a must. And as mm-hmm. a parent, you are obligated to pay for higher education. You are obligated to take care of your child past this point. And you are a bad parent if you do not invest in higher education for your child. And that does not make you a bad parent. And that's as tuition skyrockets. Like, right. I don't even know how, like, if you're planning on having kids, where are you going to find the extra, I don't know, 100000 minimum oh, to pay for your kids' school? Minimal. And, and Where are you going to find 100000 extra dollars? Look at your budget right now. You got 100000 extra dollars you can, like, put away for the next, say, four years? Mm-mm. You know what I mean? You like, know. even if like even when they're, they're born, you got 18 years to come up with an extra $100,000. Not... On top of your whatever you're saving for yourself, right, not your four one k. Right, you gotta come up with an extra hundred. And this is when, and and this is what someone is saying, like, well, you want to pay for private school, you're gonna want to pay for this, you're gonna pay. With, man, fuck that. Like, I can understand being like, I don't have that kind of money, right? Like, I need you to achieve in school and get a scholarship or something because 
I'm not going to be able to foot the bill for a couple hundred thousand dollars like this. Right. Like, that was it's my, like buying another fucking house or something. Right. That was my my, my mama's motto. She was like, um, baby, scholarships is free. Right. You better get your ass out there and get that fucking free money. Right. Uh, so it says, um, if you don't got it, then you don't got it. There's no need to be ashamed of that because most people don't got it these days. Well, they're saying they don't got it in the court. Like, fuck y'all. Y'all got it. All right. Sorry for the long ass post, but the way money has corrupted every system in America is one of my passions. Um, uh, no, no need to apologize for the long ass post, but I kind of disagree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Nuclear winner says ball alert is the journalism. America specifically me needs right now. <laughs> that story about future was so good. Every story feeds my black ass ratchet. soul. maybe I can find myself a baller just long enough to pay off Sally Mae. May have to work on my skills sucking the soul out of them things, though. <laughs> we need much stronger anti-poop throwing and smearing laws. If you smear poop on someone, that's right up there with waterboarding, man. Only a terrorist could do that. Great year, great guests, and great commentary. Congrats to both of you on another successful year of TBGWT. And here is hoping for many, many more. Thank you, Nuclear Winter. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, Kyle says, I believe that young lady when she said she had sex with Future. Why? Because her ass said she, he kissed her on the forehead instead of the lips. And she also said she had to bounce as soon as they were done. Yeah, she tried to write it out flowery, but Mm-mm. to me, like, he busted yeah. her mouth and then kissed her on the forehead and said, get out. Right. As for the, she wrote it like, and then like a gentleman, he kissed me with the sweetest, daintiest touch upon my forehead. Oh, Future was so nice. He even gave me the option to leave right away or after a wash up in the sink. <laughs> as for the story about the college student and her parents, I somewhat agree with what Prince Laurent says. As with most necessity was as with most necessitates, education and money don't seem to mix very well. Still, I don't really know the solution to this problem. The problem being the way people are so resistant to any type of change. I mean, people were going crazy over healthcare reform. I hate to see how the country reacts to any real reform to education. Um, I don't know what you mean when you say, uh, as with most necessitates, education and money don't seem to mix very well. I, yeah, I don't, this to me isn't about education and money. This isn't that. Like, I don't even know how y'all got to, well, it's about how schools cost money. Like, nah, it's really about the fact that he, you're obligating someone to give their money to their kid. Mm-hmm when that kid is not disciplined at all or willing to align to their rules right like this isn't absentee parentism which Mm-mm. i do understand like correct you know i can understand when it's like yo this person's never been in my life they don't give a fuck and now they want to come in and be like i don't want to pay child support i get that yeah fuck you pay but when someone's provided for somebody's entire childhood and then the only stipulation they have is like look your behavior in high school has been bad just come home. Let's work this out. Right. Just operate. You know, can you? They were being reasonable. Go, go by the curfew. And stay off the drugs. I don't see how we can go to that and go. Mm mm. This day wrong for this. You know what I mean? I just don't peep it. So, um, but I guess once you get divorced in America, you kind of give up your right to parent. Like um, according to the courts, mm. like you don't get to call those shots. So stay together or never get married. I'm telling y'all now. Right. Should or pe- if you do get married, don't have kids. Should players be allowed to wear the I Can't Breathe t-shirts at a high school basketball tournament? 95% of our audience says, yes, there's nothing wrong with it. And 5% said, no, this isn't the place for that. Prince Laurent says, when is the correct time and place? I can't even put in the words how proud I would be 
of my daughter for taking the stand well, would you be proud if she said i'm not gonna wear the shirt and i want a hundred thousand dollars hmm. <laughs> no i'm just fucking with your prints i hope they <laughs> i hope they brought tickets and wore them in the bleachers hope everyone in the crowd was uncomfortable i think this is a misconception that white people like to ignore these issues and that's not the truth they love talking about it, but they are very selective about the people they choose to discuss these topics with. I saw a classmate reading a CNN story about Ferguson on his computer until he saw me coming. You would have thought he was watching porn the way he closed that tab. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, man, um, a lot of people don't know, but these players were white. A lot of people just assumed they was black because it was basketball mm-hmm. and they was wearing these shirts. But if you actually go look at the pictures of the kids, it's like a mostly white team wonderful yeah just so. period that's dope man that's i love better yeah like i I will say this um i'm not much on the ally shit but i do love when just white people or people not even white people that's that's a misnomer i love when people not of the demographic of the people being quote-unquote oppressed right uh get involved like it's you know it's it's one of the reasons like i care about uh same-sex rights you know mm-hmm. i care about but it's not but i wouldn't call myself an ally or something i just feel like this is a right or wrong issue you should at least voice the opinion of this is why people are wrong to be against this you know and i and i don't but i never think to myself like well i'm i better not say nothing i'm not i'm not transgender or gay or bisexual so i'm just gonna keep my opinion to myself i don't want people to know this that about me that i agree with these people like to me that's always a bad cop out so anytime somebody does step up and be like yeah i do want to talk about this and i do find what i'm saying to be uh needed that's dope to me because you didn't didn't like you didn't have to right but it's good that part of you feels like you have to because that's what we need in order for society to progress is people that don't have to need to have to you know what i mean right and also uh did it doesn't affect you and that's the even bigger thing you speaking out doesn't affect you either way, but you speaking out matters because you're speaking on the behalf of somebody that people in general ignore because they think this issue apply. It's just their issue. Right. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about it. Um, what was I, how do we get on that? Oh, that was from the last one. Oh, and then also, you know, following up the, um, Prince Laurent thing, like I said, I don't think it's an educational school paying for thing. Um, to me, it's a parenting issue mm-hmm. as far as the state coming between the like relationship between a parent and a child. Like, this is what you gonna do? It just feels fucked up. You know what I mean? Um, and it feels like the only reason they did that is because there was a divorce. To me, what's funny is if they would have stayed married and she tried to take them to court, they would have had no obligation to pay for college. Right. So it's just kind of, you know, but this is the, this is the tacit agreement that America has decided you sign into when you have a kid. So just be careful when y'all have these kids out here, man. I know, so. Like, this is an obligation that's going to last for the rest of your life. A lot of people do this shit haphazardly. They don't really think it through. Um, you know, do it willy-nilly because, hey, pussy does feel good without a condom. You know, I can attest to that. But uh I think people just fucking think it's all going to be facebook photos of toddlers and shit and then Mm-mm. you know 20 years from now when you fucking in the courtroom paying a lawyer to tell you, you gotta pay for college it's like fuck this is a bad decision i hate this bitch who raised you and it's like oh i did right. damn it it's just my fault right and also the I, I think also the problem that i have with it too is that 
if this was just a regular random 18 year old person and not your child you would be obligated to pay what's to me what's the difference um and i I I understand it's your child but it's one of those things where it's like i wouldn't be obligated to do this for a stranger right i don't know man i just think that you know like my part is the obligation and my and also my part is it's not like these parents weren't being reasonable right to me what's so crazy is that it you know it's almost like they're being penalized because like you needed to write in your uh, divorce proceedings that you would only give the money put with these stipulations which is just i guess so weird to me because i know when you're thinking of your child you're not they're probably not even thinking of that shit. Of they're not, course not. Because, you know, it's like a prenup. You don't think about what could go wrong. Mm-mm. You're optimistic with your child. You're right. optimistic with your relationship. And then it's kind of like, damn, you got fucked because you believed your child wasn't going to be petty about this. Like, you really thought <laughs> that your kid was going to be like, you know what, mom, dad, I am being a jerk. I do need to stop smoking the weed. Mm-hmm. And not coming home and Keep. taking the car. And I do need to operate by your rules if I want your money. Right. That's just the right thing to do. You really thought you raised that kind of human being, but right. it, you didn't. You you kind of raised an opportunistic, litigious motherfucker that was like, Mm-mm, I just want the money. You know, right. like, like, like when they, fuck you. like when he said that part about when they was at the courtroom and he was like, you know, the judge was like, so what do you want from this proceeding? He's like, look, we want it. We would like for her to come home. We would like for her to, uh, you know, meet these obligations. We're perfectly willing to pay for college. We'd like for her to, you know, pick any college in the state because the out-of-state tuition is, you know, that's another grip. And right. They, and the judge is like, to the girl, what do you want from, from this? And she's like, I just want them to pay for school. Like, that's so crazy to me. I, could, I couldn't imagine not caring about my parents that much. I, I guess their approval matters more to me than just like, well, legally, I can make you do this shit. Like, and maybe it's just because she's young. Maybe she'll look back and regret that shit. Maybe mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like that shit will fuck my relationship with my parents up forever. I'm I'm here to tell you right now. For me, uh, if I had a child and they did that, yeah, like 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 that bridge would burn, and I I couldn't promise you that bridge would ever be repaired. It I would, don't. I mean, it would be a straight up fuck you for the rest of our lives. Like yeah, I, I don't mean, mean no harm. Like it would be a great big fucking middle finger to you. I don't know, man. I, I feel like that's easy to say, but I, we don't have kids, so true. I, but I it would feel be like heartbreaking. Clo- I, it would be heartbreaking. I feel like the closest people can have to unconditional love is parental love, and which is kind of sad because parental love ain't ain't really unconditional at all. But you know sure, what I'm saying? Sure like it isn't. The, it's the closest that we really get is uh is parental love and i feel like you know if anybody had a chance of overcoming something like this it'll be somebody with their parents because i couldn't i wouldn't under i wouldn't be able to get over this if we were lovers i wouldn't be able to get over this if we was friends i wouldn't be able to get over this probably with a sibling you know what i mean like it's got to be parent-child relationship you know it'll be it would be crazy cool if we could check in 20 years from now and be like what happened with that because like Oh, man, whoo! I don't know, dog. I yeah, would, because I would be hurt. I, I just feel like stated. I'll be heartbroken. Yeah. and I would be very angry. I feel like I'm a better person in my, but maybe it's because I have more of an independent streak. But I would like. I don't even like taking my parents' money if it's like, yo, my car got fucked up and we, we, you know the, this bill hit and we just we don't have the money to do blank. 
you know i've it's been times where i'm like we'll just be eating oodles and noodles i'm not asking them for shit <laughs> correct because i just feel like you shouldn't like i don't feel like their job is to give me their money and fucking help me right. out you know even if they feel like we would like to help sometimes i feel like that should be the last resort because you should correct where's your inner pride you know what i'm saying like i would i don't know i feel like i would rather take the hit if, and, like if my go parents, without if my parents tell me like we're not helping you in college at all i would rather take the hit and be mad at them than the other way around you know what i'm saying like i would rather be like well fuck you and keep your money i'll do it myself and when i get this degree like i'm i'm it's gonna be my degree like don't try to come to fucking graduation don't try to act buddy buddy about the shit like no you cut me off cool i can do it myself and i guess some people are just like nah fuck that shit i want my money right it is your obligation you birthed me so your obligation is to take care of me no matter how much i fuck up yeah that's crazy i could not imagine i'm i'm flabbergasted i really could i'm speechless i could not imagine being like i'm smoking weed i'm coming home when the fuck i feel like it and then i want my motherfucking college money what right i can't imagine it right i, because, I guess i'm just the disconnect i love my parents i can't imagine the disconnect's too much for me i can't imagine it y'all i'm sorry just, yeah because you basically treat your parents like they're somebody on a goddamn street. yeah i don't give a fuck if it was in the agreement or not i could not imagine being like i'm taking this fucking give me this money nigga jacking you for your money mom see you at thanksgiving and christmas what no you won't you won't see shit right my see my siblings look them in the eyes when i cash mm-hmm. that check Oh, you couldn't get no sneakers this Christmas? Damn, that's too bad, because I'm living for the city. Nope. I couldn't do it, man. Nope. You would, yeah. Like, and like I said, and maybe it would be different if I went through the situation, but it would definitely be one of those things where, yeah, I, yeah, uh, after that, uh, that, um, end of that case, you, yeah, seeing you is the last thing I want to do. <sighs> I couldn't imagine. Don't, don't, don't call me. Don't, I don't care about what the fuck's happening in your life. Like, as far as I'm concerned, that's the end of the relationship. Couldn't imagine it, dog. Um, I get hit by Facebook. Debutant24 writes in for episode 855, Meet Me in Temecula. I got hit by the Facebook, your year in review post. It included a picture of my son who died shortly after his birth last September. Damn. But we became pregnant again and now having the best holiday season with paid maternity leave with our daughter, Maxine. I admit only to you guys that I got the name from the character on Living Single. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. It's the 90s kind of world. Yes, it is. Anyway, while it was fortunate that my year in review ended happy and blessed, and I dismissed it in a non-intentional, as a non-intentional incident, it felt good to see my little man included, uh, with his little sister. The, only, the other mothers in my infant's lost support group on Facebook were highly upset and disturbed when they saw pictures of their baby's birth announcements, urns, and baby bumps decorated with celebratory graphics. I can only hope they find peace. Yeah. Jesus. What was Facebook thinking? Wow. Like I say, it's, it's, it's they didn't an algorithm. A, so they, yeah, but they didn't run a test run like before they rolled that bitch out. They, like nobody's shit came back bad and they were like, ooh, uh you know yeah, what that's when you have a, that's what happens when you do algorithms and you don't have actual people looking like actually putting their eyes on the post yeah you know like you said you should have did a test run but like hey let's test this let's have you know a hundred thousand people test this and let's see what the results are people go hey this bought when my son got shot or hey this bought when i got stabbed or hey this got bought when my uncle got arrested or hey like that shit would have popped up and y'all were like oh we might want to change this algorithm 
Yeah, I, or either you should have it set up where you allow people to put their own, which you can edit and put your own pictures in there. But for most people, uh, they don't know that, or so they just was just going in, just taking a peek. Because when you first see it, it it's not a, it's not public. Like only mm. you can see it at first. So people looking through that, going, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I man, I I just say like, yeah, that's what happened. You don't allow people control. Yeah, you need, you gotta roll that out slowly, and I don't know, some someone right about that. Uh, would you meet someone from Twitter if they wanted to fight you? Yes or no? Yes, 2% of our audience would meet somebody from Twitter. 98% said no. They don't want to meet anybody to fight on the internet. Miss Miller says, when I saw that there was only one vote for yes, I immediately voted, wondered if it was Justin who voted yes. I'm going to tell you this much, Miss Miller. Sincerely doubt Justin looks at anything related to the show after he walks out of the studio. Um, yeah, yeah just, y'all, y'all should be writing in on Saturdays talking shit about him. He don't right, care because he don't know, he don't care, yeah. he don't go back and listen to the shows. Right. I, they, baby, they really think Justin is involved. Yeah, Justin just he the talent, light skinned people, man. KJ yeah. Dollar said, "I would never, I would never do that dumb shit, but that track is actually hot." Yeah, meet me in Temecula and the remix. Um. And then we have episode 856, Penis Captivist. Uh, Prince Laurent says, uh, what makes that t-shirt band more interesting is the demographics of the two schools that were involved. Yeah, he's talking about um, the t-shirts. I can't breathe t-shirt band for that high school tournament. It got overturned. So it says, the student bo- uh, the student bodies of the, at the two schools were 1% black, 50% white, 41% Hispanic. At Fort Bragg, 75% white, 9% Hispanic, and mendocino uh when i saw a a picture and saw that those young that those young women were white i got the biggest smile those schools were surprised because they thought that the protests would never reach them this made me think back to mark cuban's comments i would categorize these young women as being brave that could have folded at any point but decided but they decided that they would stand up in and do uh that they would stand up and do what they believe in on another note, I saw a picture of Officer Rafael Ramos's son. Their mother was already or definitely will be giving them the talk. This must be why his family never said anything bad about the Blasio because they can relate. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're talking about the police officer who was killed. Uh, Prince Ryan saying their sons look like minorities. So, you know, they got to watch their back when, you know, people are not going to know their father's a cop. Right. So they got to be. You know, they still have to be scared of police. Um, and then uh, as far as the Mark Cuban comments, he said he would cross the street if he saw a black person, I guess. Maybe he's thinking about that. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I yeah, I was, I did think it was cool because I feel like society has tried to make people believe that we don't have anything in common with each other. So it's like, hey, if you're a man, you don't really have anything in common with a woman, so you shouldn't care about a woman's issues. Hey, if you're white, you don't really have anything yeah. in common with black people, so don't care about black people's issues. Hey, if you're straight, you shouldn't, you don't have anything in common with gay people, so don't have any, don't, you know, don't have any, um, say on their issues. And I like that people are like, nah, fuck that. I don't, you know, I feel like this is, uh, something I wanted to speak about. So, right. Let's go. And, uh, the divisions are really dumb because at the end of the day, we all have a lot of shit in common, a lot more than people really are willing to ex- accept or willing to see. Right. I appreciate it. Uh, KJ Dollar says, thanks for both of your hard work in 2014. I love this show and was happy to buy a premium membership to make sure you can keep doing your thing. You two are definitely one of the hardest working couples in podcasting. You two got me through a lot of good and bad times. And I appreciated the humor and the commentary. That was a great distraction from the real world. I wish you more success in 2014. 
then he writes in later i had to write in again that mix from mike to uh, of trip to Temecula, uh is meet me in Temecula, uh was the shit if he put that out i'll definitely buy it. i was sitting up here on new year's crunk as hell but he better not man mr real as fuck gonna read that gonna find out you getting that itunes money gonna come visit mike be a, a part two no. tmz tmz <laughs> wrote right saying i got some inside information about that chris rock divorce rumor has it that chris was cheating on his wife with some twins while his wife cheated on chris with some punk named nick cannon i do i do think tmz knows why chris rock got divorced before he did what yes they probably told him they probably had the pictures right you got they got a time machine you know you're getting divorced in january what yep you was cheating what what why you just not telling me this you're gonna meet your mistress tomorrow what the fuck tmz you are amazing <laughs> right uh we got a couple voicemails let's play those real quick uh what's going on uh Rod and, uh, well sorry what's going on uh dj rod and uh dj karen hmm. i listened to your podcast on uh 105.1 fm but uh it was a pretty good <laughs> dj but uh Especially Karen in the background, but uh, but uh, that was a nice job, man. Y'all was doing with that um, with the mixer that it, it was pretty good. It had me rolling. I had to uh, play that podcast a couple of times and uh, listen to the music on my whip. But uh, y'all did a good job about that. And um, uh, I was um, let me see um, yeah, discussion about the strippers uh, who's getting uh, who got the two point five million dollars. I, I used to work at the strip club and um, it's sad to say, but uh. All these strip clubs are getting their money. It's mostly the white strip clubs that you can see, but most of these stuff's going on in the black strip clubs, and um, and most of these black strip strippers they don't go ahead and um, you know they don't go ahead and go ahead and do no suing or nothing like that with the black strip club. These girls are getting ripped off big time, man, and um, you know that and that's the only life that they have. And as soon as they come into the strip club, start tripping, they're already on high on coke or high or they already have drunk and um. You know, that's the only thing they can do or, you know, that, you know, I've seen some strippers, you know, go hard times and going through a lot of shit, man. But, uh, but when it comes to the black strip clubs, it's totally different between the black strip club and the white strip club, how they get treated. And, um, but, um, love the podcast and I hope y'all had a nice Christmas and a happy new year's and, um, uh, we keep in touch. So holler back. Peace. Peace. Um. Yeah, I did not even think the what the disparity between black and white strip clubs would be about that. Um, Me either. I just put all strippers to the same category. Plus, I thought that the one we read about Houston, that sounded black to me. I don't know. Them strip club names is kind of blackish. Some of them might be white, too. The white girls ain't going to get cheated at their money, either. No, no, no. I'm not. No, I thought. I'm just talking about the club. Okay. I'm not saying. But that. It it sounds like a black club. I'm not saying all the strippers. Obviously, even if it's a white club, some of the strippers are going to be different races. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know the first. I mean that jersey one sounded white. Yeah, but that that one I forget the name of the the one the Houston one, but it was like something kind of blackish. Yeah. Uh, next one. Happy New Year, Rod and Karen. This is uh, the official Q Dog of the show. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> I just wanted to give y'all some Happy New Year wishes and uh, wanted to touch on the police shooting that happened in Berkeley, Missouri last week. Um, Berkeley, as I'm sure most people in the media know now, is about five minutes from Ferguson, and I'm from, I grew up in Berkeley, and actually that mobile gas station where the guy was killed, Antonio Martin, is right behind my mom's house, actually the house I grew up in, but my mom still stays there, 
that gas station actually paid my mom some money to move our backyard and to make their car wash. So that's how close it was. But my mom was actually at my house that night because it was uh, Christmas Eve, so she was at my house, so she wasn't at home. But it's just crazy how close this stuff is to St. Louis and how it's happening and everything. But, you know, it finally had a prior record, so that means it was justifiable in most people's minds. And I know me and you were talking on Twitter a couple of weeks ago about the lady from Florida that said something stupid, and I was the guy that uh, pissed off both feminists and racists. So, yeah, I said something wrong. I called her a cunt. I apologize and called her a cunt because I didn't mean anything um, rapey or anything by it, but I apologize for calling her a cunt. And as her husband jumped in, I mentioned, I mean, unless she had a civil conversation, and he kind of admitted that his wife was kind of an idiot. So, that worked out well. But, once again, Happy New Year's to you guys. This is K-Con, the official Q-Dog of the show, comes from St. Louis. Good luck, love y'all. Uh, all right. Yeah. First Thank of all, you, sweetie, that was dope that you apologize uh, for calling that lady a kind. I'm not for the record. I didn't tell that dude to apologize. He was just saying, he said something like, "Damn, a conversation with you and feminists and racists jumped in my mentions because uh, it was a woman that was saying like inflammatory shit about race, and so he responded to her like, "You're a cunt," you know. Now, personally, you guys know my stance. I really don't give a fuck when I'm insulting somebody. It's whatever. So I wasn't saying like, you need to apologize. But when I read it, I said, Oh yeah, you can't say that. You, you definitely, I see why they're mad. Like there's people that probably had your back in that argument that were feminist and black and all this stuff. And then when you turn around, call this lady a cunt, they were like, "Mm, no, hold up. Now I'm mad. You know what I mean? I was on your side. Yeah. So I was like, you know, and I'm not trying to be on some holier than now shit. I've done similar shit before in the past where I'll be like, man, fuck that person. They're a cunt. They're a terrible person. And you know what I mean? Like I, there's been times where I felt bad about it later. Like wish I hadn't said that. Or I knew when I said this, it was going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Which I think you should always know, like never be surprised. That's my thing. I have no problem with offensive language. Just don't be, just understand that you're going to lose some people when you do that correct you know and i'm not saying that that's uh wrong or right but just understand it so that you know what you're getting into um i've like every time i've ever said some shit like that i was okay with like okay well, i'm just gonna have to lose some of y'all because i'm like i want them to be insulted more than i want to be right um and it's petty as fuck but that's how it's been sometimes <laughs> so um anyway i get it i'm just gonna say um I still think it was cool that you apologize because there's been people that I've apologized to after all that shit was said and done, you know, because it's like um, a big fight for me in my life is I don't want to be in a constant state of reaction or constant state of anger all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't um, function like that. And it's very tempting to go there. And I, you know, it's like I tell Justin, he don't really believe me, but I can be a bad person when I want to be. And I try to stay away from that because I think it's too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know me. Yeah, it, yeah. If if I constantly stay in that state, it, it it will be a lot. Yeah, it's like you end up burning shit down that you really what don't want to setting everything you know? on fire. Um, and so I think a lot of when people's like see the things I think about stuff and the way that we handle stuff on the show, when people say. So and so, like when dude calls me an Obama apologist, and you know we had other people say shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think they don't recognize that that's me fighting against myself. Like I would rather, 
understand the environment and the situations people are in and why they say what they say correct then just be mad like fuck that do what i want you to do because i feel like it's unproductive and i feel like it puts me in a bad place in my life like it just puts me in a bad mental state right i'm not saying anger is a bad mental state Mm -hmm. i mean you gotta have some about you gotta have that balance with that i just know for me i don't want to od on anger and i don't want to become an anger junkie and i don't want to get the retweets and the likes and the follows because mm-hmm. I said something that was angry sounding. I try to find a happy place in my life to go back to all the time. Correct. Because that's where I find myself to be the most productive. Other people find themselves to be the most productive when they're angry. So all that aside, all that being said, there's been times where I know the things I said was too far. Um, and sometimes it's like it's too far and I want it to be too far and I don't give a fuck and this like this is what you're getting right now and then there's been times where i was like later on cooler heads prevailed and i'm like fuck i wish i hadn't said that so i kind of operate in the area now where i'm like let me not say the thing that i feel like i'm gonna have to come back later and be like i wish i hadn't said that at the moment you know Mm -hmm. um like how uh i as much as i dislike don lemon i've never been like he's a coon he's a sellout no i would never say that he's you know he's not really black i've never said those things i've had moments where i've thought that shit where i wanted to be like man fuck this blah blah blah. but then i was just thinking like like that's something i could see myself in six months six weeks six minutes going i shouldn't have said that that's not how i feel about black people that disagree with me correct you know what i mean like it's little shit like that. So anyway, I think that's big of you to apologize. Mm-hmm. I think people really should put more. Um, people should put more stock in genuine apologies. I don't think we genuine do a good apologies, job of that. Not the apology. Not really apologize. I'm talking about I really. Uh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're quick to damn. We're quick to throw somebody out. We're quick right. to to admonish people, but we're really not quick to uplift people. We're really not quick to forgive people. We're really mm-hmm. not quick to include people. So. Right. To to me, I want to err on the side of caution with that kind of stuff because I just find it to be a very, for me personally, a very slippery slope where I can get into this like self-righteous mode of just judging everybody and talking shit and talking down to people. And then later on, I'm like, I could have handled that situation better. You know what I mean? And it happens constantly all the time. Like, like I said, some of y'all think I'm mean and not approach, approachable or can be off putting this shit y'all, y'all don't even fucking know y'all don't even know y'all get everything everybody gets from me is like me pretty much at the best possible way i could be at that moment now i'm dead serious it's times i've fallen out with people and i've been like i'm so glad i didn't say the shit i wanted to say to them because it would have been worse it would have been way fucking worse bridge burn we could never be friends again i hate that dude why would you say that shit like even the people I argue with is like that. So it's to me, I don't want to exist in that space. So like when you say something like this lady's a cunt, I'm not saying you shouldn't say it. Cause honestly, I understand why you would just know what you're getting into. Um, I don't think, uh, I think there's a, like, I don't think there's any words in the English language that we should not be able to use. So if you want to call somebody that as an insult or whatever, I, I get it. But, I also get why you would be like, and I apologize for that because that's not that's not what I wanted to relay in that conversation. Yeah, and I think a lot of it too is just like I said, just different people's personalities. I think your experiences on social media is completely different than my experiences on social media because you talk about a lot of 
quote unquote hot topics and whatever right. and you talk about a lot of things that people are extremely passionate about and right. to the point where they're unreasonable and unlogical and you really can't have a conversation with them and I'm kind of not like that right. and the, yeah, you'll just not talk about it right like I, I can't do that like like for me um like I will say shit then I will have people jump in I'm looking at you like what the fuck did you come from I wasn't talking to you and like I say I I'm quicker to just block and keep going because I was like, I don't have time to fuss and argue and talk to a random avatar. Yeah. Bye. Well, it's like, uh, like for example, you know, I wasn't talking about yes tomorrow, but I guess we can talk about it a little bit today. Like Oprah fucked up yesterday. Uh, she was at, she was promoting Selma and she said, she said these comments before, but she said it, I think worse yesterday. Um, she basically said like, uh, she's waiting for the leadership to, kind of come out of Ferguson and to see what direction and what demands they have and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think she said in the context of promoting Selma, which is see if you're into these movements, you should go see my movie because this shows you how to better design your movement. The problem is the Ferguson movements, even in its infancy are pretty well organized. And there is, a, I wouldn't necessarily say quote unquote, a leader but there is leadership there are people that have it's leadership yeah there are people that have organized things there are people that are spokespersons there are people that are on the front lines there and they you know and people do know who those people are but Mm -hmm. so i you know and i was like you know but i'm not one of those people that just wants to throw fucking oprah under the bus Mm -mm. not not necessarily because she's oprah but because she actually isn't quote unquote the bad guy the enemy here no she isn't i think what she said was uninformed and probably willfully uninformed i mean you did just make a fucking movie in secret for a year so you probably have not really been keeping up with the timelines i get it correct you could have educated yourself on these topics you could have had Mm -hmm. uh, 17 interns educate you you just right and next thing was happening yeah but you just you decided to wing it you was like i'm just gonna wing this question when you said it on the 14th it slid by but somebody kind of picked up what you were saying this time and this time they put a headline, and the headline was inflammatory, like, Oprah says no leadership in Ferguson. You know, something more like, oh, what what the fuck? You know, so it and was... That's not what she was saying. Well, no, she was saying it. Oh. It wasn't... She didn't get framed. It's just the the headline basically was... It could have been called Sickum. You know what I mean? Oh, Because okay. it was just more like, check out these comments and go kind of go get her. And... Um, and then I was like kind of disheartened because I was like, you know, they're going to use this because they're pointing black people in our anger at something and they're just going to use it to make us look bad again later because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And within an hour, there was another like the, the Washington Post had an article that said Ferguson protesters slam Oprah or something like that. And you're just like, here we go. Now y'all trying to turn it into us versus them. It re- And to me, it never was that. It was more like Oprah who has said kind things about the Ferguson protest, who has said, I understand the issues around it. I understand about black men dying or black people dying. Um, So she like, she's not an enemy here, Mm -mm. but it, by the end of the day, it was made to seem as if the Ferguson protesters thought she was the enemy. Meanwhile, in the tweets, they said slammed her. Only one of those tweets really seemed insulting. Most of those tweets that they had in the article itself were more like, Come on, sis. You gotta, you know, you 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 know you can learn what's going on here if you want to. You're 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 media savvy. You're a fucking media goddess. You 
you you don't have to be ignorant you're not like grandmama hopping on the internet correct like this this is oprah okay you you can send people down to fucking ferguson and find out and you have the platform to interview them you know if you want to so i feel like what happened though was the lines got drawn and it became more about how people were framing it than the discussion so i asked i waited for a while a few hours and i asked a question to my timeline because like i said i'm more solution oriented i don't really want to throw oprah under the bus i'm definitely Mm -hmm. not throwing the people from ferguson under the bus so it's just a matter of like you know i kept thinking about what the problem was not for oprah but for like a, a generation of people that have this issue of like life is already busy for me i don't really care about this stuff because i'm tapping out because the number one resource people point people to when it comes to hey want to learn what's going on with ferguson is twitter right and i think that that is not necessarily the best answer for a lot of people because twitter is a complicated place yes it is um if i just like so i was like thinking to myself i was like man if i wanted like say my mom to be informed about ferguson what would i point her to like is there do do they have a resource yet just one thing where we go click this you know watch this show um listen to this podcast you know what i mean like do we have a thing like that where it's like this will like it factually point you through this event happened then this event happened and then this event happened like do we have that yet Mm -mm. because it's kind of weird that we don't really have that at least that i'm aware of and i asked the question genuinely was like like what what would you point someone to to get informed about ferguson like you know boom you know like a ferguson wikipedia do we have a, i mean we might have that i don't know yeah, it might be yeah i i literally said i don't know i'm only asking and like i said within minutes you had people like assuming i was trying to make a certain point you had people like oprah can learn if she wants i was like 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 you said people are already on 10 with the con with the topic because right they've been fighting all day so it's not it's not really room for hey let me ask you this question right because i'm thinking maybe somebody can make it maybe i don't know like i'm not saying me but maybe i just gave somebody the fucking idea that gets them on fucking um the tonight show or maybe i gave them the idea that has them going oh yeah you go to blank.com and that's how you get all your info right maybe somebody already has it i'm unaware because people like i said they're assuming i'm trying to lead them somewhere when i'm not i'm thinking out loud maybe you just hit me with the bam just go here and and a bunch of people sent me links and i was like cool thank you i saved all those links for resources so i could be like yo Next time somebody hits me with the what the fuck is going, I don't understand this Ferguson shit. I can go, no, well, go here, sign up for this newsletter. You'll get, you can get an update. Go here. These people have a fucking timeline, a chronology of what happened. That's a solution as opposed to just being like, nope, fuck, fuck this. You need to just know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just just like you talking about her being educated. Guess what you had to do? You had to learn from facts too. Like you had to decipher. I yeah. think, you know, and it, and it's. Fun. I didn't learn all this shit just correct, just haphazardly. And Mm-mm. I and, and and honestly, I understand how people feel about Twitter, but we let's be honest. We cultivated our Twitter. We like mm-hmm. we had to block certain people, get certain things out, find people who would follow, make a list. You have to aggregate your Twitter. Yes, you do. I'm not saying uh oprah can't do this but i am saying there's a lot of people young and old who just don't want to do that shit right but they will click on a website like if 
if your thing about spreading a message is simplicity, because really that's accessibility and simplicity is the number one thing to spreading something, right? Right, because if it's not, you're gonna cut people off. People are gonna be like, "Fuck it, it's too right. complex." It's like it's why it's why podcasting is behind radio, right? Because you can just walk into your car, turn it, turn on the motherfucking radio it's already in there mm-hmm. podcast you have to go look for the second that podcast can be heard like a fucking radio, radio station it's over for the radio right that's the, why you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's that much uh better content um and and more st- thought out you know so and more tailored to your personal interest so i feel like me saying that question it was immediately kind of hit with a lot of like pushback for a while until people kind of was like oh he's he's serious and even with some, even then, some people still was kind of like, "Nah, fuck that." But it's my point being, it, things get so polarized and inflammatory. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, uh, a lot of shit gets said that I wish people had the courage, I guess, to take some of that shit back. Sometimes, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's been times yeah. where I've fallen out with people, and I'm like. I will go back and look at the conversation like a fucking, t- like a, I will look at it like you look at a uh, equation. Where did we go wrong? Where, like, how can we make sure this doesn't happen? Because I'm not writing you off. I don't want to not be friends after this. I'm looking at it like, where's the thing that you said or I said that we took completely differently and now we're on crazy paths? Because I don't believe you know, with, with someone that's being earnest, I don't believe we're just this fucking far apart. That's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where we're insulting each other or we're angry at each other or we're not listening to each other. There has to be something. I just think people don't value that as no, much. No, they don't. People don't want to have a conversation. And like I said, for me, when you come at me at 10, you're yelling. I don't respond to anger well. I'm I'm grown. Don't holler at me in real life and don't holler at me in, in, on internet. Like, I can't I can't take that. So I'm like, fuck you, block. Like, we're not going to have a conversation if you don't want to start at a reasonable level. We, we're just not. That's just how right. I function. Right. I, I feel you. Like I said, I, I've had a lot of conversations. Sometimes they go left. I, but I'm, you know, I'm able to go back and be like, hey, I definitely understand blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And simplicity matters. It's why when you think of mm-hmm. sports, even when you hate what they do, the first place you go, ESPN.com. Let me go look up these stats. ESPN.com. Like they have, they got it. They figured out the simple ESPN.com. You will like, we branded it. We don't have that for Ferguson yet. But I wouldn't be shocked if we get the Ferguson.com or the, you know, the something that, that even the fucking layman, you know, like it's, uh, for example, Hey man, I don't know what such and such is. Well, we need to wiki that. Let me Google this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if some, cause, cause so many of these motherfuckers are dying in the street. I wouldn't be surprised if we get to the point where, and whoever does is probably going to be rich or at least well known. When we get the person that does go, no, nah, you just go here. It's yeah, something it's, simple. It's right. something everybody knows already. If it's right. I can't breathe.com or fucking uh black lives matter.com, like mm-hmm. it's gonna like Right. And if you you go in there and it have everybody listed shit, might even have them by the state, like it, right. it'll narrow shit, have it by the city and the county, just narrow yeah. it down for you. Like a so resource. Can, right. Not not I'm not asking for like a blog with opinions you, and just, but like just a resource. Right. Check out the link to this article. This is what they said. Check out the list. And then here's a timeline. Like Cause I see these things on Twitter, but someone shouldn't just aggregate it for Twitter. It would be dope if someone could aggregate it for 
the internet and for people in general because you know a lot of this shit i really think uh people are able to feign ignorance or maybe they are ignorant and you just can't tell the difference because you don't have a resource to be able to be like oh no no this is what happened or here's what the even if it's both sides honestly even if quote unquote size but even if it's the this is what the police say happened and this is what the evidence shows this is what witnesses say i would love that i, don't, I just right. don't i don't find what i'm it's is hard what i'm suggesting right but to me it's it's easier than asking someone to hop on social media and sess it out because i can't speak for everyone else's timeline and feed it it's like saying go find in youtube comment section and figure out what the story is because there's a lot of people who are willfully fucking up the narrative of what happened in these stories on purpose correct and i can see why people opt out like right i don't care right and 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 the 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 thing about it people on social media forget that most people ain't on goddamn social media like like you forget that when you talk to people in real life they are not on social media if they are they're barely on social media. They're, right. they're, 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 they're if they on Facebook, they just looking at pics. They, they, they're, they're not getting into all this stuff, the nuances that you get into. And like you say, most people aren't willing to put the effort well, in. The thing is people start listing people to follow on Twitter. I didn't say nothing on Twitter. I know some of them don't fuck with each other. Right. Like, so now I can't even say like, well, didn't y'all say this nigga was stealing stories and tweets? Like, so I should tell them to follow that or you would, or if I told them that, if I told y'all, well, I'm going to tell my mama to follow this dude on Twitter, he'll give her all the information with somebody come out and be like, no, fuck him. Like, it, you know, there's a lot of work to it. And I'm yes, like is. I said, I think there's an opportunity to have the one source that people can really like know, but, um, I don't know how to go about it per se. So I'm not saying, and like I said, it may already exist. I just, have not been up on it enough right to know you know i'm willing to admit that it's just i think what there's so much anger out there so much rhetoric out there to even have the conversation is like courting a fight correct even if you're not trying to fight mm-hmm. you know and that and, and see and see that to me that's the problem like if i pose a question to say something i'm I'm not looking for a fight it's like i come in going da 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 you go well let's fight and i'm going I don't want a fight. And they're going, we're going to fight. And I'm like, right. I don't want a fight. I, then, then like I say, I'm fuck you block. Like we're not going past this point. But yeah, like I said, I saved a shitload of links last night. So I'm definitely going to go through all those links and see if I can find like what appears to be the most, you know, educational resource. Cause I, I want to, you know, like I, I'm, I'm tired of people trying to be on some, like, what well, you need to teach me what this is and tell me or, I just don't understand. It's just too complicated. I would love to just be like, yeah, uh, I can't breathe.com. There. Just go read that. That, yeah. that gives you everything you need to know. Breaks down each victim, each crime, each, right. uh, all the allegations, what the witnesses. I would love that shit because it's a lot, man. It is a lot. You know what I mean? And I think, um, Oprah is willfully ignorant, but I also think she's doing the, I'm going to wait till there's a Martin Luther King like person before I get involved. Like, right. Once and, there's and, the Martin Luther King of Ferguson and, 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 I, and then Oprah will have an interview and all that shit. And it's like, well, Martin Luther King wasn't Martin Luther King when he was first Martin Luther King. If you know what I mean? Like, right. It takes 
that shit takes a long time for them to have the one dynamic icon if you even get that because i don't think this is that kind of movement so to me it's like being it's more like i'm just gonna be lazy about this i don't feel like investing in this i just want to sell my movie right now right and also it's one of those things where something specifically you said and we talked about this before this movement right here is not a one person leadership movement it's just not this is a multiple platform leadership movement where you're going to have leaders not a leader and old school philosophy is if we don't have a leader what's your purpose what's your point like we need one person and the thing about one person is that you go to that one person for everything and people want to act like that one person speaks for the whole movement and nobody wants to go around to these different leaders because you're going to get different things from the different set of leaders. And for a lot of people, they're just lazy. They, they just like, well, fuck it. If we don't have a quote unquote leader, I don't care about your movement and you shouldn't right. be like that. Right. I, yeah. I think that's that old, that old guard shit too. Right. Like, they just kind of, they had things done a certain way when they were um coming up and they really feel like that's the only way yeah they, yeah they feel like that's the best way that i don't think they necessarily understand these young movements they could if they wanted to if but they, they don't want it they to. don't want to i don't think yes th- that and also the fact that times have changed you didn't have social media you didn't have instant um mm-hmm. you couldn't get in touch with people instantly you know people aren't meeting at their churches people aren't yeah. you know listening to the radio and all this stuff to, to and, get educated you know, and then there's another element to it that i that i was like gonna discuss but i didn't because i don't like i said i don't really want to fight and i don't care enough to fight about this shit but um some of the way that the younger social media activists and and you know and i say social media activists not as a not as a diss not Mm -hmm. like all you do is be on social media obviously these people are in the streets so don't don't look at it that way i'm just saying if i had to put these younger activists with social media access i'll put it that way right some of the way they conduct themselves i'm always like man i wonder how they think they're being received by some of these people because I, I i'll i'll never know because i can't read oprah's mind i can't read al sharpton's mind, i can't read president obama's mind but of all like we all saw the shit people said about the president we all saw the shit those people said about al sharpton mm-hmm. we see the shit that they say about about oprah like a part of me and we'll never know wonders if those people won't just be like i'm not helping y'all because i i i know what you said about me you know what I mean? Like when they say they went to the White House, which, you know, big ups to President Obama for having the, the temerity to put his ego aside and be like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll deal. I'll, I'll talk to these people. Yeah, sure. They might have been calling me all kinds of sellout coons and all this shit, but their voices are important. And these, these, I'm a community, I was a community activist. Correct. Uh, a community organizer. And that's what they are. And I'm going to talk to them on that basis. And even if I leave the meeting and they on Twitter shitting on me again, I'm going to have the meeting as opposed to, you know, they said Al Sharpton was there and didn't even speak to him. You know what I mean? So, like, part of me wonders if will they come back to, well, maybe we'll find out, hey, you just don't even need these people and just fuck them, do what you want to, say what you want to. You're handling your business. Are we going to find out that the roadblock to this shit eventually will be 
people being like, I'm not going to give you access to this platform because I have been insulted and I'm not putting my ego aside because you know, some of these people got to be the bigger person at some point. Somebody got to be, you know, and and by some of these people, I mean, whether it's Al, Jesse, Oprah, President Obama, whoever, or the social media people, like whether it's social media activists too, at some point, somebody got to be a bigger person because, you know, if the goal is the same, right. The goal is the same. You know what I mean? Uh, I would hope, you know, I mean, I can't ever be sure, but be I would optimistic. hope that, that somebody would be like, you know what? It ain't about me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause you know, if you're successful at some point, you're going to be on a platform where, you know, if, if you've called Oprah a cunt, not, not that anybody did that. Nobody did that I saw. Okay. But if you called Oprah a cunt and then Oprah had you on a show on her show, like, somebody gotta be the bigger person and be on some like i didn't really mean that i was mad or vice versa like i know you called me a cunt i was acting like cunt fuck it some but you know someone gotta have to do it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i don't know i I, it's just it's just interesting you know what i mean because part of what what's been happening here is how we view celebrity and shit too Mm -hmm. so anytime that shit mixes in it's always this weird like we think celebrities should be above being insulted and I'm like, and I don't believe even that. if you're a civil rights celebrity, you still you, might have a punk ass ego about and, everybody got a punk ass ego. You're a person. Yeah. Like I wouldn't let somebody on my show if they were sitting shitting on me on Twitter. I wouldn't be like, I need to get them on the show to spread the word. Like, nope. I, if I can say that and admit that I'm not above that, I'm, I mean, and I haven't been coddled like fucking like, uh, uh, like Oprah or, uh al sharpton or you know like I, I haven't been coddled like that so i can't even imagine what it's like when you know someone hits you up like these people want to be at your march and um they mad at you like i'll probably be like i'm not talking to them you know what i mean so i just want i just like i said i just wonder all this shit i don't have the answers i just always think this shit like i and i'm fascinated to watch it play out honestly anyway we got emails um ashley writes in shaking my head niggas and jays you know that shoe licking is a thing i have friends that are doctors and these fools post pics on instagram and facebook of themselves licking the bottom of their jordans i guess you can take the nigga out of the middle class neighborhood and give him a doctor degree but you can't take the niggerish mentalities out of the nigga oh lord <laughs> Welp, shaking my head keep holding it down anthony having a singing voice uh ash future scientist of the black Outtists, uh and she posted the link to that anthony hamilton uh plp hold it down singing thing which we played on the show a while back yes but um yeah i mean look uh if you happy i'm happy and if you want to lick your shoes and god god lick your shoes and put it on camera and all this shit lord knows we got people unboxing video game systems and <laughs> all kinds of other shit. Uh, I, when I, when I get a new video game, I'll be wanting to lick it uh, until I start going digital only. So I ain't mad at you. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't wait to when Roger upgrade to the next Xbox one or 45, whatever it is. I'm, I'm going to take my Xbox one. I'm going to lick it. It's real. Love you guys. Demetra. Hey, Rod and Kareem. Since no one ever messes up Karen's name. Ha ha ha. 
<laughs> hope you had a great new year's i want to start off by saying i love this show i started listening around february ish a month after my grandmother passed i must say you guys were a great way to keep my mind off the pain of losing her you truly do have to laugh through the pain i'm in my early 20s the learning stages as i've heard some people refer to that age range and this show helps me to broaden my way of thinking it also helps to keep me up to date on what's going on in the news I because, because I just refuse to watch my local news station or anything else. I love listening to you too. You keep my boring work days entertained. I think of y'all as my distant cousins who are those distant cousins who you hardly see, but when y'all link up, y'all cutting up. When I, well, I guess that's it. I thought I'd have more to say since iTunes keep trying to stick me for my paper, not posting my five star <laughs> reviews. Anyway, keep making us laugh and keep ignoring those Karen trolls who clearly love Karen because they, Tweet, call in, and email to be heard on the show. Love y'all. Peace. I hear you. Yes. I hear you, Demetria. They can't turn away. Mm-mm. Be mad as hell. Mm-mm. This country voice is captivating. I know this episode pissed him off. Right. He spent more time hitting that button than ever. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Obama, too. I know he been mad. Right. Um. 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. <laughs> Marshall, uh, Scott writes in, Hi, Rod and Karen. Hope you had a good Christmas and Santa was good to bo- you both. It took me a while, uh, it's, but my iTunes five star review is up. Hopefully it will stay up. They haven't gotten, they haven't given me a reason why I kept disappearing, but as of today, Friday is still there. I listen to Rod on Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. Great show. Mm-hmm. I hope my small contribution helps your profile on iTunes. It does. From this distance, I, it is hard to find a balance reporting on what's going on in America at the moment, as 70% of our media is owned by one company, News Limited. You might know them as their owners, oh, of the owners of Fox News and various wow. other media outlets. So you can ignore, imagine the sort of 70%. shit coming out of, wow. yeah, so you can imagine the sort of uh, shit coming out of here, uh, but listen to you guys, listening to you guys and some other podcasts, I would like to give a shout out to any police listening. Stop killing black people. Yeah, police, listen up. You got people from Australia. You're like, come on, man. It's enough. Quit killing them. He said, even I heard Eric Garner say, I can't breathe, and I'm in Australia. Thanks, and keep up the good work, Scott, the other guy who lives in Australia. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Of course, sweetie. shout out to Wanda. But, uh, yeah, man, if he can hear it, then why can't the police? It must be so hard. Maybe I'm just underestimating how hard it is to not kill black people that's probably what it is it's just harder than i think i probably so uh we got this from Derek and ash my husband is a premium subscriber and we love the show one request please keep the please please keep the baller alert comments feature on the show a permanent one we have never laughed so hard love Derek and ash i i, I think it's slowly becoming a permanent because we have gotten so many comments about Hey, I like that. Keep it coming. I like that. They love it. Right. Joe Spacely writes in, Hi Rod, a recent podcast in the road to Temecula. Hi Rod, hi Karen. Happy New Year to you both. Let me get right into it. I'm writing about the guy who drove 30 minutes to meet someone who disrespected him on Twitter. A number of podcasters, including yourselves, have relayed concerns about the amount of unsolicited trolling and or insulting language that is being received. Between that and the ridiculous, uh, ridiculousness of comment threads, I think many of those, these people are either getting paid for this or they are so young or immature they have nothing else to do. That's some of them it. are old too now. Yeah, some of them too old for this shit. Right, you need 30s and 40s, come on. Remember that rap had a, a reference to ColecoVision. Right, in it. come on now. Ain't no young people Remember, know no, that no, shit. No, no, yeah, you, anybody under 20, 
what 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 25 mm-hmm. i don't know what the fuck that is i saw an interview with mr real as fuck and um he said he had kids that was like college age and shit so this oh, this dude ain't about young shit. 40s and 50s might be in his 50s yeah you can't chalk this up to him just being young mm-hmm. that said i haven't heard anyone talk about actually driving somewhere to meet somebody let alone actually leaving their house on christmas day no less and driving 30 plus minutes to meet at some prearranged spot for fisticuffs the way i've seen this story progress the driver real as fuck i believe he goes by his real name's david has been provoked into driving to another town, then writing and posting a single about the troll. I hate to declare a winner on this since neither comes off as well, but it would seem that the unfortunate that the unfortunately handled Scotty Drippin' Snotty Drippin' uh succeeded in getting the best of real. This does not seem hard to do since Real seems to have enough of a short fuse that he responded to Bomani Jones on Twitter and Mark Lamont Hill on HuffPost Live and who knows who else, but Snotty is the troll that drew first blood, as it were. Question, do either of you see a winner in this debacle? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. There's no... Everybody there, loses. There's nothing. I mean, hold on, let me think about this. Hold on. If you want to say who I identify with the most in this, it's Snotty Drippin', because he was like, I'm not fighting you, which seems rational to me. So I don't identify with the impulse of I want to fight a person because they were disrespectful to me on the internet. And I don't really have the, I don't want to, I don't have the need to prove to him or anyone else that, you know, this ain't just the internet, I'll fuck you up, like, like I said, people don't talk to me like that in real life. And mm-hmm. I get talked to that way on the internet. I just chalk it up to, well, th- this is a space where people feel comfortable saying that shit, but they wouldn't say that shit to my face. And I've just grown, I've just let it slide. And this is a guy who just said, I'm not letting it slide, you know? Um, so I, but no, I don't identify cause I've never actually been mad enough on the internet to want to hurt somebody. He, like I said, I've, I, I I can get angry and shit like that, but most of y'all will never really see me angry. Um, you know, there's always like, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever been mad enough to want to hurt somebody. So I have, and it's not a cool place on to the be. internet, not on the internet, but oh, no, no, yeah. oh, in real life. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's different. I mean, I don't think I've ever been on the show mad enough to want to hurt somebody. You've never seen me tweeting mad enough to hurt me. somebody. You, I, I don't know. So to me, I just yeah, couldn't I don't ever want to get there. Plus, I don't even understand. Like, if you fight and you lose, does that mean Snotty Drippin' was right? I don't, I don't, I don't get know. it. Man. I don't know the rules and regulations. And I just, good. you know, I just try to keep it light, man. I think that situation got way out of control. Yeah, that's how I keep all my social media experiences really light. I'm in it for the laughs, y'all. Me too. And, and the either, gifs. Right. In either case, towards whose side do you lean more? Well, I lean towards Snotty's side more, but I do think what Snotty does can be inflammatory on purpose so mm-hmm. you know i think when you dis I, I i think what he said was disrespectful i put it that way like is not how i handle shit um where you know i disagree with you on a basketball thing next thing you know i'm going to your timeline trying to call you idiot and chastise you like you know like i said i i i wouldn't do it but i understand um if you're asking what I lean, I lean at staying in my fucking house and not getting killed over fucking internet quarrel. Right. So, um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I would rather, even if I would have been involved or something like that, I probably would just regret it. Like 
I, I could have handled that better. I didn't have to disrespect that man over a fucking NBA player. You know, because everybody's looking at it like, well, you left your house to go fuck him up. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's way too far. But to me, it's still kind of too far to just like to, oh, we disagree. Now I'm going to go through your timeline and call you an idiot about everything. Um, you know, but, but at the same time, you know what? Um, if, if, I guess if I was mad on the internet, I definitely don't, I definitely don't have a problem with name calling. So, you know, I'll take it back. Maybe I don't think anything was wrong with what Snyder did. Now nah, I think about it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's just like, if you think that dude's an idiot, he's a fucking idiot. And if you want to fight about it, too bad. You know what I mean? Get off the internet. Cause it's going to be way worse shit than that. Yeah. A lot of people that take stuff really, 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 really personal. Yeah. Social media ain't for you. Yeah. Both of them came off looking bad, but at the same time, if you ask which one, I don't like if, like, cause I've had the thing happen to me. If Snotty would have called me an idiot, I would have been like, oh man, fuck you and moved on. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have been like, I want to see this nigga. So if you, I guess, I guess in the end, I guess I really do side with Snotty in this shit. So I don't know. I, I definitely don't side with committing no crimes. Thank you very much and keep up the excellent podcast work in 2015. So, Karen, what'd you think? You, you were snotty or you or you just think they both look bad or what? Yeah, but but that's just me. Yeah, everybody yeah. look bad. Well, Karen doesn't really do internet arguments. So. Thank you, Rod and Karen. Um, this is from Shauna in Rhode Island. Hi, Rod and Karen. Happy New Year. I became a listener after hearing uh, about the Rod and Karen doctrine from TWIB. After listening for to a few episodes and noticing that some of your shows can go in the three-hour range, I have a two-hour commute to work in the morning and two-hour commute at night. Woo! I became an even bigger fan. When Karen went in on employers for not being fed to their employees, the Gibson Guitar Store, I was delivered! <laughs> that rant alone would make me give you all my money, but you know, bills are a thing. After hearing Karen's rant, I knew that I need what I need that I needed to get out of my current situation and look for another job. Everything Karen said resounded with me so much. The one thing I took away from it is this. If work is where I'm going to spend the majority of my time, then it needs to be a place where I am happy. Right. So thank you to Karen for that. I hope I'm on my way to a better job. And me better, too, sweetie. And better pay so I can donate to y'all and become a premium member. Mm. Well, we all will be rooting for that. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, what's funny is that that Kazam dude was, was skipping through Karen's rent. Mm-hmm. Missed all that. She delivered you and his ass just didn't. All he heard was me going, well, that's crazy, Karen. Does it? Uh, then he was like, mm, man, let me lotion my, let's lotion my chest. Mm-hmm. Listen to what Rod got to say. Yep. <laughs> feel like, that's so creepy. Uh, <laughs> 30 seconds. Right. I'm all, <laughs> get back to what Rod talking about. Mm. Wonder if he does it with Justin too. Is it just me? Mm. He didn't even mention Justin. No, just Justin too yellow. Mm. I've also enjoyed hanging out in the chat room and watching the live show. Playing along with Guess the Race is by far the highlight of the day. Oh, and Soy Ratchetness has quickly become my second favorite segment on the show. Since I've been listening to TVGWT, I've noticed at least two or three sword stories in the news every day. Not only do we need bullet control, but we need sword control, right? You are on to something here. Right. People Thank ignore you. them stories. Mm-hmm. Y'all think it's cute? Mm-hmm. Till you get sliced. Oh, look, this man cut up his family. Like, that ain't shit cute about that. Right. Shoot me. Losing the ear, losing the leg, getting stabbed. That's not, no. At least you get shot with a bullet that's over with. Nah, you got sword stuck in you and shit. 
no thank you anyway thank you again for all you two do much love and hopefully some monetary support soon shauna in rhode island yes it is still a state thank you very much shauna and the last email bruce writes in besides i already made you a promise rod karen and justin when i first started listening to the podcast two months ago i had not seen a single episode of walking dead now with netflix and amc marathon i'm up to date five stars and now i'll know what the heck is going on on tuesdays hey man february yeah if 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 you're behind on the walking dead and you hear us talk about it now is the time because pretty soon we'll be starting the second half of the fifth season so and uh we got some um reviews that we're going to do on some shows is coming up soon for the premium people some shows just ended so uh look forward to that for the premium people yeah if you're behind get caught up so you know when people start doing twitter you'll you see the walking dead is probably gonna flood your timeline a day walking flood your timeline you won't be like what the fuck is everybody talking about or for the people that don't want to do that continue listening so that when people talk about people you won't be out the loop and let me put this on the screen before we get out of here because i was looking in the chat and i agree with this so much if i really could just have one thing that i could relate to black people this would be it uh oprah doesn't have to be involved in our hands-on in ferguson or any social civil injustices for change to occur we as black people tend to try to dictate other people's opinion and level of activism based on our own beliefs Correct. that that exactly dog i love it like i like that is because to me I was, when I see people quote unquote fuck up or give some statement where it's just more ignorant and I don't mean ignorant in the, the sense of like trying to willfully like agitate you, but just ignorant. Cause you're like, you could have learned that you didn't need to know that. Like, you know, like, um, I feel like we're being, um, manipulated a lot of times mm-hmm. and the virility of black Twitter has been noticed. And I, I'm telling y'all, six months from now, a year from now, when the person comes out from behind, like, say, Gawker or BuzzFeed or whatever, and they go, yeah, yeah, we knew that if you if you frame something a certain way, black Twitter will run with it, and you'll get way more clicks than you would have if it, you just put the statement out there. Right. And we, you know, we monetize this social media anger for black people. Of course. So we try to constantly agitate y'all when that comes out i'm just gonna be like i fucking knew it because they you know with that ask a cop shit it's so obvious right and the whole thing that they're constantly trying to teach like say to us is this message of like raven simone didn't say the right thing the right way so you guys need to put her back in line because y'all are black and she's black and i'm just i just have this this rejection of that concept because it's like so, so she she does get to be an individual yes she does she does get to be wrong yes she does and just because she's black i'm not gonna make it worse for her when it's some aloof shit right when it's some purposely Stupid. inflammatory right. shit i get it like when it's like fucking um like i said when it's charles barkley calling people fucking thugs and hooligans and telling telling folks that black people are holding uh black people back from being successful and shit and they don't want us to be educated and talk well and he can't even say the word athletic when it's shit like that i get it like fuck him go in on that nigga he is purposely trying to you know shake shake the table you know um when it's like don living doing ask a cop or his respectability politics six things that'll fix the black community and it's all shit like pull your pants up i get it 
but when it's like someone just fucked up i don't get it so Mm-mm. yeah and i and i think the beauty of the ferguson shit is they haven't needed a cosign they haven't needed it like they don't need oprah to say shit Mm-mm. it would be dope if they just did a die-in at one of them selma showings i bet she'll know then yes she she'll would look that shit up that night this shit like, shut it down i'm just kidding all right like, what the <laughs> fuck are y'all doing here what if she what if she what if they did a die-in at selma and then like somehow the power of oprah magically shut down all the movements because she was mad like i don't know how she would do it like she just she got that kind of power take, like she just had some type of crazy like oh really turn off all their internet she's like no no black people in america got an internet now because over it's like she did us like north korea but black twitter got north anyway I'm right sorry. just um, all black twitter just it just get off the internet twitter's all white and boring but mostly man just take this if you take nothing else from this episode of the show uh i love obama yes i love karen talking a lot i you do know, too i like to talk a lot the more the better right the podcast is where i get to talk more than i do in my normally everyday life most mm-hmm. of y'all federal i really don't i can but most of the time i don't really talk that much about everyday we life. will be talking about cereal tomorrow and i'm gonna make a lot of y'all mad yes he will um and uh more importantly man uh and i can't stress this enough i love y'all mm-hmm. i love y'all i love that we have a space where we can have these thought experiments and we can talk about shit right, and, and we don't have to be so reactionary and inflammatory right. and we can talk about the framing of shit be reasonable i love that we had this platform you know what i mean mm-hmm. so uh you know i love that we had the discussions we get to be surrounded by our fans we get to talk to y'all on social media this shit is just really really dope and mm-hmm. i can't wait to see what else we can do with this shit in uh 2015 um so we'll talk to you guys uh later um tomorrow mm-hmm. uh sunday so until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.